Tom Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm, 2023 Australia, New Zealand. We are open for business. Australia Day's done. The Australian Tennis Open is finished. And Greek got se- Greece got second spot, by the way, gentlemen. I just want to remind you there. Tommy, <laughs> well, um, why are you restricting us to Australia and New Zealand? Are you suspecting we have zero global audience? I thought that we might be projecting beyond our fair shores of Australia and New Zealand. Now, and I think both Troy and Susan would get us that data. You are right, John, because I can tell you, active listeners in England, active listeners in the US, active listeners in South Africa. Um, I, I, I only share that with it, uh, John, about Australia are open for business because you know what it's like, even though most of the industry seems to come back first week Jan, second week, third week Jan, there's a group of real estate agents that basically say, that's it. The cutoff date is uh, the Australia Day. Uh, we're open, and and um, particularly with the auction-based clients, I noticed that uh, a lot of them seem to do have a longer uh, holiday break. But uh, John and Troy, I, 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 I'm we... going to mention something there, Tommy. Two things. One is I want to shout out in case he's listening. My brother Matt McGrath, who is champion bloke, and uh, uh, not in the real estate industry. Interestingly, I think he's he's one of the the world's best creative minds he's head of deloitte global marketing which is a pretty serious job i'd have thought troisy yeah uh, anyway and champion bloke uh, anyway it was interesting that he said to me he said when are you guys back on air last week he said <laughs> he did. i said what do you mean which what are you talking about he said yeah the nba podcast with you and troy and tom i said do you listen to it he said shit yeah i love it he said get back on air he said oh. so anyway great shout out to matt thank you for listening and uh, <laughs> i'm always I'm going to go off and say to you that Matt McGrath, by a sheer coincidence, in an accidental sit-together at a meeting, he was actually doing a fair bit of consulting uh, for realestate.com and News Corp many years ago, John. And we were sitting there in a boardroom and because he knew that I knew you, we got talking and we were just talking about a, a plan and he said something profound and I think it's relevant to every real estate agent. He said, Tom, what you've got to do when you're trying to influence, whether it's in a sales scenario or whether it's in a marketing situation, what you bring forward is a is an idea or concept that you know is readily accepted by the customers as mm. being a 120% truth. And then he said, after you've done that, because you've gained the trust there, because people say, well, we know that's the truth then you can actually talk about some of the greyer areas that often clients don't believe, right? But by yeah. that stage, you've gained the gained the authority. And I think um, it's extremely useful advice when, particularly in the business that we're in, we're meeting people often. We haven't had a relationship with them prior. We're meeting yeah. at a room, at a house, doing a listing presentation. And it's just useful advice on uh, the power of trust. Yeah, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about some some realities of the world in a minute, which come from realestate.com, interestingly enough, um, uh, that you just mentioned them. So we're going to talk about that shortly, Troy. Two other quick things. I don't know whether you know this, Tom. I just found out that I'm uh, Alex and Will Phillips' second cousin, which is a great, what a delight to find out that I'm uh, related to such legendary guys and agents. So shout out to Alex and, and Will, who are both, amongst them. Well, we know Alex is the top agent in the country and Will's 
on the uh, trajectory towards. So, well, isn't that nice? Someone just told me. My niece, actually, Matt's daughter, said, you know, I'm talking to Will Phillips and he's our cousin. And I said, wow, okay, that's cool. Third thing is you talked about everyone being away for January, Tommy, which, of course, not everyone is because Constathopoulos, our our very dear franchisee, dear friend of yours, mine and Troy's, he decided that January year in, year out was a wipeout and he didn't want to lose a fortune in January, so he decided to do a thing called Super Saturday. And I think, Troy's, he put up about 70 auctions last Saturday, just after the long weekend, or, or on the, oh, I guess it is a long weekend, and he had a 75% clearance rate, cracking result. They met, Troy, I'm going to say 4,000 buyers, 4,000 buyers there um, at the open, of which you multiply it by 250 because every buyer you meet knows 250 people. That's 100,000 people you can impress directly or indirectly. So uh, I thought that's interestingly because, Tommy, a lot of people tell themselves that same story that you, you kind of talked about early on. I'm not criticising you. I'm just saying it is an industry-wide hell belief that oh, nothing happens till February, so you may as well take the month off or just cruise. Well, Con's team well and truly showed the rest of us that there's plenty of business to be had. They met 4,000 buyers in three-week campaign and they sold 75% of their 70 auctions on or before the day. So pretty damn impressive. So sometimes you got to change. I think it's Bowie, Troy, that tells the story about story, state, strategy, skills. They're the four yes. things. Um, yep. uh, yeah, Adrian Bow talks a lot about that in his presentations, you know, story, state. What's your story? What do you say about you? What do you say about the world, Tommy? You know, do you say January is no good? Well, of course it's going to be no good if that's what you say. What's your state? What's your mindset? What's your energy? Um, strategy, what's the plan? You know, the plan is let's do Super Saturday and let's talk to our suppliers, see if they can give us a tiny little discount so at least we can package it up and sell it so we've got something more to say and let's get everyone excited about it. And then the skill level, you know, have you honed in your skills? And we'll talk about all the different skills throughout the whole year. But I thought that was interesting. Super Saturday, well done. Con, Matt, hope you're listening. If not, maybe next week, Alex Phillips and Will. Couldn't think of two nicer blokes to be related to. So, that's my little opening for 2023. So, John, let's talk uh, just Will Phillips. So I ran into Will. I've been in Byron for a lot of January, and I ran into Will Phillips, who, by the way, if you go on realestate.com and do a search and it gives you the default, oh, are you thinking of selling? And then it brings up agents. Uh, Will, in 18 months, is number one or number two every week mm-hmm. yeah, in Byron so, so I want to talk about that. I'll just, John, if we can, I don't want to sidetrack this podcast, but Will Phillips, I and and and, and I asked Alex uh, uh, Phillips, who, by the way, everyone, we might as well, John, we can't announce that Alex is going to be speaking at ARIC in 2023, uh, which is his, his brother. I said to Alex on the phone, why do you think Will, in a matter of 18 months, has been able to go into a new area, no contacts, uh, no family, friends, no went to school with, um, no past clients. He says probably the main reason is you won't see a, a signboard on his door saying, gone surfing, be back in 15 minutes, right? Yeah. Uh, so that would probably be the main reason. The second thing I would say, John and Troy, is that he went in as a purple cow during that COVID lockdown. 
because I started seeing in all his marketing material, he was making it easy for buyers to deal with them. In fact, on all his ads, he would put down, once you book an appointment with me, give me your flight number and I'll be personally picking you up from Ballina Airport. Brilliant. Right? Brilliant. He, he was standing out. Now, I, got, I asked him, I asked him, I said, do you get a lot of takers? He says, look, some people, because of this whole lockdown, they want to come in and out. They don't have time. They're, you know, time poor. They're only here for the day. But more importantly, John and Troy, he was going into listing presentations and sort of saying to vendors, I'm letting you know, this is what I'm offering to the buyers that are going to buy your home. If you want to talk about separating yourself, being a purple cow, standing out in a crowded marketplace, trying to do something different because you don't have... 30 or 40 years of history in, in, in Byron Bay and, and it's paid off. He's, he's one of the top agents in the area now. Yeah, and, and also it, it debunks the myth that you've got to be somewhere for 10 years. I mean, he's been there five minutes, up against some damn good agents, by the way, not just in our office but in the, in the entire precinct there. There's some very, very wily and successful agents up there and he's just come in and, and, and blown the way. Uh, I think there was two kind of sub sub ideas for today and that that was one of them and i'd love to talk about that in a minute tommy distinct you know because i'm going to present to our team tomorrow and one of my slides i remember says distinct or extinct you know you choose type of thing you know so how are you going to stand out so i'd love to spend half a dozen minutes just sort of brainstorming with you two guys on that but before we do this let me just tell everyone the stuff that came out of rea um today because we all know that digital and social have become omnipresent, uh, if that's the right word. Um, you know, they're, they're everywhere, they're vital. If you're not if you're not involved, you're, you're losing the game. So digital, and we know that REA is, is you know, is, is the dominant um, portal there. So here, here are five stats that I think the industry needs to listen to. Number one, REA, 40% of people don't go past the first page of results. So you do a search for this properties in a region, certain price range, could be 15 pages of results. Half the audience doesn't go past the first page. So what does that mean? It means you've got to work damn hard to make sure that your listings are up the top, that you've got the right subscription, that your listing's at the top. If there's any way of getting it back at the top some way during the program, you know, reinvesting or whatever, I don't know how you do it, but anyway, you should know. Number two, 72% of buyers said they are likely to skip past Mm. Ignore properties that have no price and no price guide. So, well done industry, of which many agents, unfortunately some of ours too, think that contact agent, price on request is a smart way of doing business. Well done, guys. You've just wiped out potentially three quarters of your audience. So, just think about that. You've got a vendor with a property worth a couple of million dollars and because you refuse to have a good quality conversation with them as about where to price the property and how to present it to the market so it's not underpriced and it's not overpriced, but it attracts the qualified buyers that know where the market should be. If, you're, if you haven't skilled yourself up, three-quarters of your buyers are going elsewhere. Next one, 69% of the agents say they see an agent as being less trustworthy if they don't put the price. Makes sense, right? Here you go, Troy Malcolm, I see his properties all the time. They look pretty cool, but he refuses to put prices. How can he be trusted? 
So it's, it's a logical connection, but it's nice seeing it in black and white. Two more. Uh, there's another question they asked, which was what frustrates buyers most? No surprises here, Troisy. 71% no price guide. Yeah. No price, no price guide, which was kind of dealt with in the first set of statistics. Second one was, which I don't think, well, I didn't think it was a major problem because most agents do have floor plans, but 54% said they hate. That makes sense. I've got to say, nearly every property I look at does have a floor plan, so that's good for the industry. But there must be still a lot of agents out there perhaps that aren't using them because 54% of people said that's their greatest frustration. So I just thought worthwhile before we go into be distinct or extinct, just just have a think about those stats and maybe Tom, you or Susan could tomorrow put them up on your website or real estate gym or somewhere because not everyone's got access to these. I'm sure RA will give them to whoever asks, any customers, but um, good to know those stats. Okay, can I just John, there are two – There, are, sorry, Troy, because we're not on video, I can't see you speaking. I'll just – That's okay. Uh, um, I'll just throw this. There, To me, there are two – because we, we, we've gone over this topic previously before and I know John you have been uh, a campaigner on having price on everything price guides on auctions yeah um, and we've gone over and to me I've studied there are two types of agents that resist this so there's a group of agents not all of them the Queensland agents who turn around and say oh but the legislation makes it too difficult for us so we actually don't choose to to quote a price right mm-hmm. um that's one group. And then the second group is real estate agents who who I think have probably um, um, overpriced a listing to get it, um, are probably understanding that uh, having the price that they've overpriced the listing to get it um, is actually not going to be uh, uh, going to attract any buyers. So they turn around and think to themselves by having no price, I'll be able to achieve the result better. And on both those, both those points, John and Troy, all I'll say is you probably got away with it during the COVID boom years because there was fear of missing out. So buyers were forced to actually look at all the stock. But in today's market, I just constantly hear that real estate agents are telling me we're getting very little buyer inquiry when we don't put price guides. And that marries what realestate.com says. It also reflects, yeah, no, it also reflects as well what we saw with um, Con's group of offices on the weekend, John. I think part of their uh, process, part of their um, way to stand out in a crowded market was to have a lot of those auction campaigns, actually the majority of those auction campaigns have a price attached to their guide. Um, so 74, 75% clearance rate, um, 75 auctions that were scheduled for the day, you kind of start to see success leaves clues. And if roughly about 72% of buyers are skipping over the property, if it doesn't have a price displayed, then the evidence is there. And for those parties out there, for those agents that are thinking doesn't work in my market, well, there's a lot of markets where people haven't thought it's worked in the past, but someone's taken the initiative, someone's shown that they can be the purple cow like Will Phillips in Byron, and they've implemented these things and they're starting to see the results. So this year, I guess, as a whole, John and Tom, um, 2023, we're, we're officially really back open for business. Um, this is the time when people stand out in a crowded market. True. Sure. Sure. 
Well, Ari Ada make these statistics up, right? Like these are well, great audience. And I, and I take what you said before, Tommy. I know Queensland's got that insane law. G'day to the Queensland Real Estate Institute up there that thinks it's really smart to make it illegal uh, or to support the, the push to make it illegal to quote prices. You guys are so far behind the eight ball. Not the Queensland industry, the Queensland industry body, unfortunately. G'day to all you people up there. Um Please tap into the current reality of the world as it is. Troy, just before we go on, like not only do you kind of put on this thing that you look like Terry Grant and all the rest, you sound like John Laws on this thing. And Tom and I sound like we're rats up a drain pipe. But do you have this golden tonsil thing again? No, no. <laughs> Preparation is free, uh, JM. Oh my God. <laughs> Seriously, he gives, he set up my microphone. It sounds like suicide. <laughs> talking into a jam jar or something, and, and, and he's put some filter on himself that makes himself look 10 years younger. And, and anyway. Yeah. For, we'll everyone, that. for everyone that's just listening to this, the cameras aren't on. So John's We'll deal, John's we'll deal with that off. <laughs> we'll deal with this offline. So anyway, REA don't make up the stats. They're real. If you want to sit there and lose 72% of your buyers, 71%, 72%, potentially yep. because you refuse to skill yourself up and, and learn how to list a property without lying about price and then how to launch it with a price guide that makes sense to the market, that doesn't lose your buyers, that allows you to build competitive tension. Seriously, dude, if you're not doing that, someone else is going to be. Let's spend the last five, six minutes, and you've already jumped into it, Tommy, by that great Will Phillips story about mm. picking up the buyers, but... Let's just, and I'll kick off with a few because, again, it's top of my mind because I'm going to be talking about it tomorrow, Troy, at our little Kickstart event. Yep. But how do you be distinct? And and just off air before, Tom, I don't want to steal your thunder, but you are talking about speed. Man, you've got to be fast. If you're, you know, taking two days to get a proposal back to a client and if you're taking, you know, 24 hours to respond to inquiries and this sort of stuff, you're just falling behind. So, you know, I, I think in this day and age where people expect responses in almost real time, critical, really critical to to be developing a set of systems and a team or an infrastructure. I mean, people are using AI now, and at some point in the near future, I'm sure AI will be responding um, to all these inquiries in, in a matter of fashion. In fact, I know they are now. But um, I, I think speed is, is really important. I want to say something that's quite different to speed but still important. I think it's Troy Design, and you and I, mm-hmm. you know, we, we love design. We love design of homes and and furniture and 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 everything. But I think people now have an expectation that you will be presenting yourself, your your brand, your website, the information you send to them in in, in a in a nicely presented manner. And I do think agents, some that look like they're still stuck in the eighties. And I would be encouraging everyone to, you know, worst case, hire a freelance design person to come in for a week, five days, won't cost you that much, and go through all your forms, if possible, your website, and just clean up your look because a competent designer can come in and just tidy up without it costing tens of thousands of dollars, you a few thousand, three, four, five thousand dollars for a few days. But it's really important, I think, design. So speed design and as we, we heard from your great metaphor or your great example of Will Phillips, um, make it easy. Make it easy. There's there's a few things that I learned years ago that I talk about as Troy knows a lot. Uh, make it easy to do business with you. 
make everyone feel important, um, really critical, have a can-do attitude and an it's-my-pleasure attitude. So don't just do the stuff. Do it and enjoy doing it rather than do it and begrudging, oh, I had to pick up three bloody people from the airport today and they didn't even buy anything. You know, like Will wouldn't say that. Yeah, he, he would be doing it because that's his standard. He loves serving customers. He loves growing his business. He knows that word gets around. So I, I do think, you know, Troy, and I'm sure you've got some to add here and Tom, but I, I do think this is a time to work out what are the little one percenters you sh- you need to be doing, not, not could be doing, you need to be doing in your business to separate yourself from the pack. Because I'll guarantee you it's unlikely you're going to separate yourself by just doing one thing that no one's doing or doing it so much better you blow everyone out of the water. But I'll also guarantee you there's 20 things you can be doing a little bit better um, and, and they're going to really all stand out. Troy, thoughts? Yeah, John, you know, just to amplify what you were saying, speed speed is the new norm um, and you need to do things with a high amount of quality, but it needs to be done in a really fast manner. Um, what I'm also noticing, John, from a lot of our top performers around the grounds is they're always accessible. Nothing's ever too hard. And so they're providing clients with an ability to tap into their knowledge and know what's happening on the market, off market, what's happening in areas around them with regards to just listed and just sold properties. But they're also doing it with an informative or intelligent approach. So they're providing insights that maybe the client, buyer or seller can't read online. So they're giving an edge that they're not just regurgitating what they're seeing on Sydney Morning Herald or the Brisbane um, Courier Mail or anything like that. They're actually taking the information that's relevant to their local market and then providing those insights to help people make the right decision at the right time. You're then- saying, Troy, information is a differentiator. If it's if it's curated, there's it no has- point just cutting, cutting and pasting the ABS statistics. Correct. If you can curate it. Yeah, and, I, and I, I agree with you say about accessibility and response. Just a little thing. I, when I sent yeah. Alex Phillips a text just saying, bro, I didn't realise we were cousins. Uh, how awesome. Uh, within 30 seconds, here's a guy that's doing, and he didn't, doesn't say this, but I'm hearing 20 million in GCI, and, and if that's wrong, it wouldn't be wrong by much. Could even be undershooting it. But, but here is a guy who on a global scale would be amongst the top three or four agents in the world. I get a response in 30 seconds despite everything else he's got on. Yeah, cool, I, uh, you know, I heard or someone else told him about it as well. So goes to show you that the people that have organised systems, high energy, they've got the work ethic, um, they are standing out in so many different ways. Tommy, what are your thoughts? Look, I just, in summary, if you make it easy for people to say yes, And if you make it easy for people to do business with you, whether it's a fact that you'll get a contract to them within five seconds of them asking it because you've got it available and you can text it, whether a fact is when they start asking you, oh, is there an issue with their home? You say, well, listen, I can have a building and pest report given to you in 60 seconds, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's the fact that, you know, you, you close off an appointment on the phone for a listing presentation and within 10 seconds, they've got a calendar Outlook appointment that sits in their diary and has also a digital pre-list that has been texted to them. Um, and I'll just finish up on this, guys. Um, I've had to quickly come in and get a shirt because all my, my, my clothes from holidays haven't been ironed and washed and I've got to get to Canberra tomorrow morning. And as I walk through the store, 
I looked at a shirt quickly. I was going through David Jones now at Westfield. I was going through that, and I just, you know, looked at the shirt. Mate, call me Greek if you like, but I looked at the price tag. As I'm going through, I thought, I wonder what this is, and I bought it. But just picture for a moment walking through David Jones looking at items, whether it's perfume, whether it's clothes, whatever it is, and every time you look to see the price of the item, there's no price on it. That is a really easy way to piss people off, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and I, we see exactly the same thing, what you've just spoken about, John, with REA's research, which, believe it or not, their sample size is not five vendors. It's more like 500,000 vendors. So let's talk about these are deep stats on a very broad base. Um, and I think, um, yeah. It's true, you wanna... Tom. You wouldn't, you wouldn't go back to David Jones if they didn't have prices on everything. And, and uh, I agree with you. So stand out through transparency. Just be And, and not, don't just have a price guide, by the way. Go to the next level. Have the three to five curated, by the way, well thought through, the three to five best examples of comparable sales. So you're not only giving your personal view as to where the price might fall within, but you're also giving them evidence and you hand it to them or you, you email it to them and say, why don't you ever drive past these three? Here are some floor plans. Here are some photos. Um, I just think it's really, really critical. Shout out to our Greek audience there. Please don't take offence. Uh, Tom's views are his, are his own. <laughs> and, not those, and not those of the station that which you represent. <laughs> And don't represent uh, the million-dollar podcast <laughs> enterprise and uh, uh, conglomerate, which still has zero revenue. Uh, <laughs> no, you, it's, it's 100% right. And you, you mentioned there before about the calendar invite. Con's the same. Whenever I speak to Con, he'll say, you know, could you meet someone? I'm, You know, we're, we're, we're signing up a, a new recruit and he'd love to meet you. I'm off the phone and I look down, there's a calendar invite sitting there. He's done it while we're speaking. These are the little things. And maybe some of them not so little. We're picking someone up from from the airport. Uh, you know, that's a little bit of effort there. Nicely done. That shows to them you want to do business. You're here to make their trip easy. Even if they don't buy from you, they're probably going to sell sell through you in the future. And you, the rapport you build on the on the trip to and from the airport, assuming he probably drops them back as well, um, and the conversation you have about them puts you way ahead of, of everyone else. So. Anyway, lots to digest there. Um, great to be back in, in the swing of 2023. I think it's going to be a good year. I think there's lots of indicators. Uh, unemployment's low, stable. Um, consumer confidence up 8% in the last three months. Interest rates still got another rate rise or two, but I think most economists are saying no more than two, then it flatlines and probably comes back in 12 months. Uh, there's a number of things that are probably suggesting, Tommy, that the bottom could have been last November. It could have been last November. And don't quote me on it because it's quite possible that, you know, we might have a flat period for a couple of months. But, you know, certainly indicators with buyers popping on their sand shoes on a Saturday and getting out amongst it on the market, all our agents are saying very strong numbers. So mm. we look forward to that. Troisy, thank you. Could you just order overnight one of those golden tonsils uh, yeah. for Tom <laughs> Done. and I? Done. One for me, one for Tom, and definitely one of those filters that you use that drops <laughs> 10 years off your age. Um, 
John, the problem that we're going to have is when he's putting the order in for our two USB mics, he'll be doing the next step up. You'll have some exactly, other gadget. Yeah. <laughs> superseded. For sure. For sure. <laughs> All right, guys. Tommy, good to speak to you. Troy Z. See, See you. Good morning. Thank you, John. Talk to you tomorrow. See you, everybody. Bye.